tech impact coming at you whether you like it or not. Now, Google has recently launched their Pixel 7 Pro, um, which looks absolutely stunning. Now, this is not all they launched and this is not all they announced because some products are launched and some we can consider or actually one, I suppose we can consider an announcement. So we had the Pixel 7 and the Pixel 7 Pro, and then we had a Pixel watch, which to be quite honest, I love it. I love the way it looks. I think because of the bezels that it has, for me, I, 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 the, I'm gonna be very price sensitive or I would be very price sensitive because I am a smartwatch kind of guy. I just don't like using a browser, you know, to go on the internet on a smartwatch, but I am definitely a fitness watch, especially because the Google Watch is fitness focused. Um, I love that and I'm all on board with that. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be, I'd be very price sensitive before buying this watch. Um, and then there's also the, the tablet that they launched, the Pixel tablet. And I think all of these devices look incredible. All of them are designed to be accessible, which is what I love about Google's designs and also Google's pricing to, to a certain extent. They, they intend to be accessible to the broader market. You know, they try not to be too premium. Like for example, the uh, Pixel 7 Pro is priced under $1,000, which is great. I mean, for us here in South Africa, that would be around just above 20,000. Um, or if not, yeah, just above 20,000, which is great for a, a, a phone that good. I mean, considering the fact that smartphones these days can literally replace your laptop, right? If you, if depending obviously on what you're using it for, I mean, you can apply for a job on your smartphone. You can actually do your job on a smartphone. You can write emails, you can uh, write essays, you can write blogs, you can create PowerPoint presentations, not only just create them, but also present them. And I think that's incredible, right? There are people who've written entire bestseller books on their smartphones. And that I think is just incredible. That's where we're at. Many designers are also starting to use their smartphones to begin their designs or just to do a few touch-ups here and there. Photographers, you know, videographers, people who are running entire YouTube channels just using their cell phone devices. So I think it is justifiable that uh, smartphones cost how much they, the, the, what they cost today. I really do think you can justify it because you're no, you don't only just have a smartphone, but you can actually use your smartphone to run your business. You can use your smartphone to stay in communication with your employees or with your team if you guys work remotely. And I love that. I love that, quite honestly speaking, um, which at the same time is why I'm giving credit to Google for making the effort to be a bit more accessible. And obviously this by accessible, it's relative because the rest of the 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 world there are some countries and people who will just never be able to let me not say never who just are currently unable to afford devices that are this expensive the good news is that cheaper and more affordable devices are getting better and better they're getting more powerful um, and that's exciting. Now, I'm, I'm really, really zooming into the Pixel 7 Pro, particularly the smartphone, because of how revolutionary smartphones have been, right? Because of how much they've actually impacted our lives. And we know here on Tech Impact, that's what we want to zoom into. The extent to which technology impacts you and I. It impacts the way that we do, we, 
we, we form relationships, the way that we consume entertainment, the way that we keep ourselves entertained, you know, because we hate boredom, right? <laughs> All right, cool. So they've also launched uh, the Google smartwatch, which we spoke about a bit. And then they've announced, I think I can call it an announcement. Um, they're, they're the Pixel tablet, which looks amazing. Now, what I love about what they've done with it is the fact that they've not only made it a, 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 a tablet, but it also is a device that can absolutely replace the home, uh, the Google Home speaker or the Google Home. Um, I forgot what they call it, the one with the screen, uh, because they've designed a speaker that allows the tablet to attach to that speaker magnetically. So it's such a it's a tablet designed for the home. And I love the fact that Google kept that in mind, because if you think about it, most tablets don't actually leave your home. Right. And, and, and that's something that is worth considering. The fact that most of our tablets, we don't even want to uh, go outside with them into the world. So the more it is designed to stay at home, the better. And I love that. I love the fact that there, there was consideration for that because that's what the product is being used for. And that's what a lot of people are using their, their, their tablets for. The one trend I don't like though, you know, with tablets being more home centric, the one trend I don't like is how a lot of people seem to be using tablets to keep their kids enter entertained. I'm not a fan of that. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. And I, I, I don't know um, if if I know there's obviously studies out there that are be, that have been done, um, I remember hearing a story, no, not a story actually, um, hearing this from an actual healthcare professional who looks after kids, or rather who treats kids, um, and she was saying that there was a parent who she they were telling that they need to stimulate them, um, and by that obviously they mean buy them toys that they can that can actually stimulate them and buy them because the kid is an infant, and then this parent goes, well I can just buy it tablet and they're like no 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 definitely don't do that because that's not how you want to stimulate a child you don't want to stimulate them with something that produces light into their eyes uh, for long periods of time you don't want to stimulate them with something that has adverts you know, and you don't know what kind of adverts will keep popping up. Um, and you don't want to stimulate them with something that is electric because you want them to first, because it's too much stimulus. You know, it's you're stimulating them too much. It's too many colors. Um, it's too much light. Um, you want to start by stimulating them slowly with smaller things, with, you know, smaller stuff that they can actually play with. And here's another thing about um, smart devices that we really need to remember they really do kill the imagination, right? Because when you have a brick and you need to figure out how to play with a brick, for example, which is something we used to do a lot when I was younger, when you have something like that, you are forced to use your imagination, right? You're forced to use your imagination. Now, with that off-ramp now out of the way, um, I want to talk about something that's a bit that scares me about Google, right? They're doing very good with the with the Google Pixel phone so far. Um, and they're really making a good job of having that, you know, uh, top tier, um, um, high end flagship device, um, while also at the same time making it accessible. Um, and now they have their, 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 their smartwatch, which also is using Wear OS, uh, which is sort of like Google and Samsung's partnership, if I understand correctly. And this is incredible. This is great. 
But now in the back of my mind, in me wanting to make the decision to support Google, because I mean, I love a device when, 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 it's, when it's being manufactured, it's also the, the company that's manufacturing it is also thinking in terms of how can we make the experience of this device and its other devices that are under the same brand seamless? How can they work together? So in other words, I love a good functioning ecosystem. And I do absolutely think that um, Apple does need um, uh, competition in the in the area of just having an ecosystem, right? Um, especially a seamless good one that we can rely on, not one where whenever you try to pair devices, you have to wait for a very long time before anything happens. But here's my problem. Google recently canceled their Chromebook, right? And, and, and they've literally just given up on it. And, and that, that's scary. That's scary. And even more recent. So Google didn't just only cancel the, the, the Chromebook. Uh, even more recently, they canceled yet another product. And it's a product that I was very excited about because I thought this is going to change the field of, of gaming. They have canceled Stadia. You know, and, and which was an online streaming platform for games. And, and it was really making waves. It was really, really making waves. But now it's gone. And, and, and they've spent, quite honestly, I think it's probably north of a billion. Honestly speaking, they've spent billions on, on that product. I remember um, listening to a, a report on how they've spent something north of a hundred million on a single game. Now you can imagine how much they've spent on the entire platform as a whole. That's something to think about. That's really, really something to think about. Um, and it's, it's definitely also not something to take lightly, right? Because now Google has developed a reputation for building products that we get excited about and then dropping those products. And there's literally, there are websites that keep track of the number of apps, software, the number of products that Google comes and brings to the public and gets us all excited and then just gives up on them. I mean, there was also the Google um, glasses, the ones that were supposed to have like like immerse, take the, the, the digital world and bring it into the real world. Um, I remember the, there was also, I forgot what those glasses were called actually. Um, and then there was also um, 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 like there, there were a number of products that Google brought into the public and then just did away with them. And here's the thing. It's one thing to fail at a product and then just continue doing different... It, oh, yes, they had a, a modular phone. They wanted to bring about a modular phone where if, for example, you just simply wanted to change the camera, you could do so. You could just remove the camera and then buy a new a new camera and then put it in that was quite a good idea but definitely something that was going to need a lot of iteration before it gets to the final master product that looks incredible um, a company that's doing a good job at this is framework and they sell laptops um, they're not completely modular but they're modular enough like you can literally change uh, a lot of things you can easily unlock it change the ram change not just the ram but specific parts within the computer within the laptop uh, or the cpu that that will definitely make it operate better and 
And I love that. I absolutely, absolutely love that. Um, it's, it's stuff that I look forward to and I hope that it works well for framework because this means more companies will adopt it. And what makes this approach even more awesome is the fact that you get to keep your device for longer. And that is incredible. That is just something to look forward to. It's amazing. But are you excited about the new Pixel 7 Pro? Did you even know that Google has a smartphone device that they design menu, that they design and sell actually that comes with its own chip, just like uh, the iPhone has its own, um, um, you know, I think they call it the, the, the A-Bionic chip um, or rather the Apple Silicon. Did you know that Google has their own Silicon chip? This is something that a lot of people don't yet know because it's not accessible in every country and not a lot of people are using it in many other countries. So they're slowly, slowly moving into more and more markets. Um, I saw that when they were making the announcement of the new Pixel 7 Pro and the 7, or just the new Pixel 7, they were they announced a few new countries that they were sent, sending it to. Obviously, the first few countries that they sent it to were America, Canada, basically the Americas um, and probably the UK as well, which they they usually get these devices before we ever even, some of us ever even know they exist, right? Yeah, but are you excited about the Pixel 7 Pro? Let us have a look what's happening on the tech side of things. Interesting to note that Google adds voice dictation support for eight South African languages. And I need to warn you, as an Apple guy, just talking about Google and Android devices all night long uh, is a bit of a stretch. But I am impressed by what they are doing currently. So dictation on a phone works in the following way, that you can open up a text message, click on the microphone, and then not only send a voice note, but you can actually speak, and then the keyboard will type for you. Uh, so in actually, in actually, but it's called dictation, but you're sort of narrating the message, and then the phone is typing the keyboard. Now what is cool is eight out of the nine new languages that Google added are official South African languages. That means that if you're speaking Hindabele, Kaza, Northern Sutu, Swati, Sesutu, Venda, Twana, or Sitkonga, that means that you would be able to actually dictate to your Android device and it will type on your behalf. That is so cool. And I need to be, be honest with you in saying that, listen, Apple is far beyond on this thing because Apple is even struggling with Afrikaans, right? And uh, Google has had Af Afrikaans for quite some time now. Um, Google is actually adding 24 new languages, right? And, and, and that will roll out in the translation to some of it has been added of the South African languages. Um, we've already got Susutu, Zulu, Koza, Afrikaans and English, obviously, on the English, not only the South African language. It's a world-renowned language. But it means that you can actually type in and be unified with people because you can dictate the message, send it. And if I don't speak Shona or Tonga or any of those languages, you can actually send it to me and I would be able to to translate it to my phone and my phone would be able to read it in Afrikaans. I find that incredibly interesting. And then the second thing that is cool that that Google is also adding now is it's it's adding pass keys. Uh, pass keys is something different than passwords 
and that is it means that that you you don't have a password like in the higher case and lower case and hyphens and all those type of things you actually need a biometric right so you would have a physical key which is a biometric key which can be anything from facial recognition uh to uh fingerprint scans and the likes and that will then be able to enable you to do purchases on android uh devices as well as on chrome which is obviously the google owned web browser it's cool that they're adding it. I must be honest, it is really cool that they're adding it. Bit late to the party, I feel, uh, as, because Google's actually, or Apple's actually been doing it for quite some time. Uh, I, I can purchase anything online by staring at my phone. Um, it sounds so strange if I put it like that. But that is actually the way biometrics work with regards to facial recognition and not fingerprint scanning. Uh, Apple actually watches scans your face and the movements and you can actually then work that way i don't know if you've noticed but fnb on the new fnb app uh, with the new logo that everyone's been complaining about you need to do a biometric scan in order to access it the same with uh, discovery banks app you need to uh, to stare into your phone in the selfie cam and then they actually ask you various things to do uh, i've noticed that fnb once asked me blink slowly I do not know how to blink slowly. Uh, the other thing that they've asked me is nod your head up and down. Discovery Bank sometimes ask you, look left and then look right. And if you can't do that, they know that they're not working with a, uh, they're working with a photo, not a physical human being trying to access the biometrics. So I just thought that interesting. I know with regards to the crypto data and the amounts of well crypto cryptocurrency and the amounts of cryptocurrency being stolen in the last i think it was the last week uh, we need to up our security and uh, when you're when you're logging into something and it's asking you for this massive uh, password or because you're not able to use passkeys do type in that massive password do user uppercase lowercase people trust me you don't want someone to access your online data that is basically a virtual representation of yourself and all your assets online and if they get hold of that they get hold of what much more than we tend to think they do